time to look back at the last Forge FC contest. Simply stunning stuff. And finally, their goal. Here is Match and Review. My word, what a rocket. With Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Hey, Forge fans. Anthony Urcioli with you. It's the Forge Audio Network. This is Match and Review. Forge FC with a 2-1 win over Atletico Ottawa in the Canadian Championship quarterfinal. That second goal for Forge came way of penalty kicks. The curse is broken. The Forge PK curse is broken. Forge earning a win in kicks. A little too close for comfort. As um, this is a match that if you watched it, there's no way you thought this game was going to even require kicks because of how dominant Forge FC was. But nevertheless, they needed the extra kicks and um, they got the job done. At the end of the day, that is all that matters. But what a match this was. Now, to start, you know, we've talked about how Forge likes to come out match to match and give you completely different looks. Again, Another unique look from Forge FC. Pasilla starting in that striker position. The other two forwards, Borges and Campbell, it looked like a 4-3-3 formation um, at kickoff. But once Forge went into possession, it almost looked more like a 3-2-3-2 formation with Pasillas and Campbell uh, playing up top as, as attackers and Borges um, playing on one flank and Sissoko moving to the other. Then you had Ashton Morgan joining the attack. Uh, it was a heavy front-footed approach by Forge FC, and it, uh, it it paid off in terms of possession, in terms of um, just attempts, and in terms of Forge just dictating the play. Nevertheless, as you heard, um, it required penalty kicks. So let, let, let's let's go back to the beginning. How did we get there in the first place? Let's just say early on, it was all Forge. There was a moment in around the seventh minute where it was just a, an ugly giveaway from Ottawa that resulted in a uh, Pasillas getting a free header on target. Um, now, Melvin made the save, and uh, really, Pasillas didn't get everything he wanted on it, but it was indicative of how different this Ottawa team is compared to last season. I mean, last season, what we saw from Ottawa, a club that played virtually mistake-free, defended well, and beat you on the counter. But early on, Ottawa with some giveaways and with some sloppy play, Forge, though, unable to capitalize early. But end of the day, I have it written right here across my page, Forge started how they wanted to. And that continued, continued the build by Forge FC, the patience, the fluidity in their attack. Uh, they got everything they wanted to. Just that that clinical finish, that final touch just wasn't quite there. Um, Mandrakar James, I mean, uh, I don't know what's left to say ab about him. He's been so good, so fun to watch. Um, almost a luxury when you're watching him. You're like, I, I can't believe this guy pl is plays for Forge and we get to watch him game in and game out. The way he timed, his soccer IQ is so off the charts. He picks his spots when he wants to play aggressive. And when he jumps forward, whether it's for a steal, whether it's for an aggressive tackle, he just, he always comes, it's always the perfect decision, the right decision, the, the, everything about it. It just, he doesn't seem to do anything wrong. Um, and so once again, a joy to watch him. He was an absolute beast in this one as well. Had some tough luck a little later on in this match, but uh, but we'll get to that 
there were some moments though where Forge made some mistakes, you know, and Ottawa does this. Now, again, they haven't been that counterpunch team. They have been in the past, well, last season. Um, but there, there were some moments here. And Bobby Smirniotis, Forge uh, head coach, alluded to this in his post-match press conference, which, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, but we did see Ottawa a little more like the Ottawa of last season. They haven't been there. I mean, really, they've had a very disappointing start to their year. But there were some flashes there where when Forge made a mistake, Ottawa did at least, um, you know, force Forge's hand a little bit in needing to defend it. And Tristan Henry came up big in this one a few times, made some unbelievable stops. Um, also in this one, I noticed Forge, we, let, we know that when it comes to set pieces, whether it's a corner, uh, whether it's a free kick, Forge likes to to um to play it short rather than sending the ball in play it short and um kind of build their attack from there ottawa very aggressive in defending the short play on these set pieces and on the corners even goal kicks actually uh two or three guys for ottawa playing really really high up and defending that short play so forge needing to make some adjustments in this one in fact they made one Right before halftime, you know, Ottawa left back, uh, Neva McDonald, he was he was sitting on Taron Campbell a little bit, marking him really closely. Campbell, who, um, by the way, played really well. There was there were some moments there where you thought, I, I, I think Campbell's going to get one this match. He just, he looks, he looks like he's just close. He's percolating. Um, but Ottawa did a good job. They marked him tight. As a result, Forge made some changes. There was a chess match going on here. Campbell was moved more inside. Borges ended up taking Campbell's place. So Ottawa came with a game plan and Forge adjusted on the fly, which is what all great teams can do. Um, and Forge with a combination of their depth and guys that with the versatility and guys that can play in different positions. So we went into halftime. This one was scoreless. Shot attempts, though, and this, the halftime stats will tell you exactly what, what, what we saw. Um Forge shot attempts, nine attempts just in the first half alone. Ottawa, three. Possession, 63% for Forge. Certainly what Forge wanted to do in this one, and that is dictate play. Uh, and they did that. Second half, though, Ottawa had a pretty good start. I thought early on anyway, Forge, some miscues, some mistakes. They kind of lost their mojo a little bit. Uh, it took a few minutes, but... They did eventually pick it back up. Uh, Taron Campbell would come out of the match in the 74th minute. Jordan Hamilton would take his place. And then two minutes later, patience from Forge FC. Ottawa defending Forge. When they play clubs that defend the way Ottawa does, they like to stretch the field as much as possible. That means the wingers, fullbacks playing uh, near the touchline so they can switch if they need to and just Listen, if Ottawa's going to pack the middle and they're going to give you the outside, take it because you have guys that can do some damage from out there too. And they proved it. 76th minute, 76th minute uh, Ashen Yodi Janssen, beautiful ball to Kyle Becker. And it, it developed kind of slowly. There was a lot of patience. Um, Alex held on to the ball. You know, he dropped it off to Morgan, got it back. He kind of looked around, surveyed the field, and just laid a beautiful ball through the air. 
to Becker, who was out wide near the touchline. Becker just head down and attacked the middle of the pitch. Used inside leverage to get inside his defender. From an impossible angle, the most perfect shot you will ever see. Under the bar, Becker on the board. Everything about this was beautiful. I loved it. I love the build. I love the chess match element of this ma- this game. And the finish, I mean, what, what more can you say? Kyle Becker this season, we know he missed the first couple of games because of the suspension. Um, and then physically, maybe something was kind of off. You know, Ford just kind of alluded to him not being 100% physically. Uh, but as soon as Becker, has, the second he touched the field this season, you saw it. I mean, he has been hungry. And once again, he he's built off those performances and another another great performance from him and a beautiful goal to put Forge up one nothing. However, 87th minute, Forge turnover just outside the area leads to a handball. Now, Mandrew Carr James, there is nothing, you know, Especially at, at this kind of match, you know, a Canadian championship, a knockout game this late. To award a PK it, in in this situation, Mandrakar James, his arms, his hands, they weren't in an unnatural position. They were close to his body. Um, a tough call, to say the least. But not only was Ottawa awarded a PK, um, they also handed a yellow card out to Mandrakar James. Just, I mean, all around brutal. Just brutal. I can't get fined by the league, so I, I can say that. Terrible, terrible. So, Ali Bassett, to his credit, clinical finish, evens the game for Ottawa. And now we go directly to PKs. Malcolm Shaw was first for Ottawa. Um, Henry diving to his left, beautiful save. Borges, unlucky, hits the post with Melvin guessing the wrong way. So tough luck there. We're 0-0 after the first round. Second round, Bassett misses. Noah Jensen just slipped it past the keeper, and uh, that gave Forge a 1-0 advantage in the PKs. Third round now, Selter stopped by Henry. It looked like Selter was maybe trying to get Henry to, to, to commit and then maybe send it into the middle of the goal, um, but he, he just missed. I mean, Henry Dove ended up getting his foot on the ball. So, again, Ottawa still off the board in the PKs, forged with a one nothing lead. Pasias, though, missed. DeSantos finally gets Ottawa on the board in the fourth round. It's 1-1, but Alex Sashinyot-Janssen... Sends Melvin the wrong way, puts Forge up 2-1. So going into the fifth round now, Singh scores for Ottawa, 2-2. With a goal, Forge could have ended it. Tough luck for Jordan Hamilton, though. He's stopped. So we go to the sixth round. Verhoeven sent it over the goal. I believe they're still. I believe it's still on Cannon Street, the, the, I, the ball. I saw, I, I saw someone chasing after it. So... That goes over the goal. All Forge has to do is score to punch their ticket into the Canadian Championship semifinal, Sissoko. The, the, the perfect ending. 
Sissoko, always kind of one of those unsung kind of guys. He just does a little bit of everything. It's never super, I shouldn't say never, rarely is it just overly flashy, but Sissoko just does all the right things, puts the work in, um, and he's rewarded. Clinical finish, makes it look easy. 3-2, Forge FC in the PKs. Final result on the official score table, 2-1, Forge. They now advance to the quarter final, or excuse me, to the semifinal of the Canadian Championship. And we'll, we'll get to who they play uh, next in a bit. First, though, Bobby Smyrniotis post-match. I asked him about just his feeling on things being a little too close than maybe they should have been. Um, and I also asked him about the play of Kyle Becker. He, here's Bobby. When you look at the game, I thought we were very good um, throughout you know, dictating the play, uh, creating opportunities, creating chances. You know, we thought after a couple of their negative results, uh, they would probably sit deep as they did. Uh, knowing that, I've always said it before, you know that uh, if a team sits deep, they're still good for three good chances in a game. Uh, and they had them. Uh, we need to be a little bit more clinical around the goal. Credit to the guys, we stuck to things. We didn't alter things. Uh, we created a, a goal through our processes and that was excellent. Um, and then somehow there's a penalty shot in our box uh, on a shot that looks like it may actually go out for a throw-in. So that's tough you got to deal with. And then uh, the penalty shots, uh, it's roulette, guys. That's what it is, and uh, they weren't pretty today. Yeah, it's been, uh, you saw him today, he's excellent. Um, you know, a couple of games just getting himself going after being off. Um, you know, he's had an up and down preseason as well, just uh, coming to the season with some things that uh, we needed to take care of, uh, you know, with uh, lingering uh, injuries from, from last year. Um, and at the start of the season, we just wanted to be careful with uh, with a couple of things. Uh, and now we see him in a game like this. And, and this is where players like Becker matter. Uh, where the game is not about three points. It's not about what are we going to get this week and what does it mean next week. It's about winning and moving on. Or if not, you're done in a competition that uh, that you want to be part of. And that's the one thing I have a lot of trust in this team in when it comes down to these games. Um, the energy level is there. Uh, the football is there. Okay, like every week, we need to be a little bit more clinical. All right, now speaking of Kyle, he was also at the podium post-match. Uh, had some fun with it. Here's Kyle after the match. Yeah, it's something we work on in training. I think Bobby puts me out there because I'm just the fastest guy on the team, and we saw it in the in the goal. A little too close for comfort there, though, ending in PKs. Yeah, I haven't really seen the the replay of it, but I've heard it was a pretty tough call. But I mean, it's par for the course right now with with what we've seen in in the the games we've played this year. It's harsh, and a yellow card on top of it seems a little suspect, but that's just what we've been dealing with. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. We've had uh, some massive games here that have come down to PKs, and and anytime you go to PKs and lose, it's it's a little harsh. Um, so for us to kind of get over that hump, get that that result tonight, and G was fantastic. I think he put him uh, 
he just kind of put us on his shoulders and, and did it, which was fantastic to see because he's been working really hard this year. He's had some massive saves for us in the last few games, so to see him get that was, was great, and we're all happy for him. But yeah, just as a collective, it's nice to kind of get that, uh, that off your back a little bit, and you can breathe a little easier and just go out there and, and do what we do. All right, so your final from Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton on Tuesday night. Some quarterfinal action in the Canadian Championship. 2-1 for Jeff C. Advance. Next up, CF Montreal. Some The, the way they exercise their demons in PKs here after having some tough luck. You know, Bobby Smirnado has called it roulette, essentially, when you get to PKs. Well, more demons can be exercised here. CF Montreal. Forge will play them for a third time, and they will be looking for a W. But before we can even get to that, um, more league play coming up at Tim Hortons Field. Saturday, 4 o'clock, Valor makes their first trip to Hamilton to start the season. And the first place, Forge FC, an opportunity to secure three more points on the CPL table. All right, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Tim Hortons Field, though, plenty more to be played at this stadium. And uh, you can be there. ForgeFC.ca. Secure your tickets because this club is on a roll. They're in fine form after being notoriously slow starters, right, to start their their CPL campaigns. Uh, Forge has been, they've been phenomenal. Starting exactly how they want to. Even if the results weren't there early on, they you know racked up a couple of draws. The play has been there, doing everything they want to. You knew it was a matter of time before they started stacking Ws. And they'll look for three more points Saturday, 4 p.m., Tim Hortons Field. I'll be there. I hope to see you there. This has been Match in Review with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. For the latest on all things Forge FC, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.